everybody. Welcome back to another week of Ghost in the Scene, certified ghost-friendly podcast. I'm your host, Gio Champatazzi. I'm here with my co-host, Rob Thomas. Rob, how are you, my friend? Gio, it is wonderful to be back. Ladies, gents, exes, wise. So lovely to be with your presence. I feel each and every one of you, you know, I, I need it right now, too. You know, it's September uh you know it's like summer has is gone right yeah. there are, there are things falling from the trees i think they're leaves but you know i'm i i, I want to do a little bit more research before i can confirm that it could be spiders it could be branches it could be airplanes yeah i mean you know uh, they they look to be kind of like colorful and they're kind of crinkly but you know, how do I know that's not just like an airplane broken up into bits? Exactly. And the summer, like you said, is over. Another way to say that, the summer's dead, everybody. Summer is dead. The fall has killed it. The fall killed summer. Who knows how far it fell, but the fall did kill it. And we have to you know, ex accept that, you know, there's no more, you know, summer hot bods at the beach, even though you know, it was closed for the majority of the summer. There's no more of that. And it's going to be nothing but crunchy planes on the ground that you're going to rake up on the floor. And there's going to be nothing but debris on the ground. So that's the future that we have to live in. We can't look in the past anymore. But I'm feeling pretty good about it. Because there's a change in the atmosphere. There's a change in the weather. The ghosts have a different cadence. They're singing different songs. You know, Halloween is coming up. That's, you know, October is one of the most paranormally charged months. We're, we're coming up to the, you know, our, our day, basically. It's also our anniversary. So triple charged, basically. And I can feel the ghosts getting ready for the celebration for the ritual. So I've been preparing myself. And um, I don't know if, if anybody follows me on, on the social media. I've been working on creating my own mask this year. And it is going to be uh, amazing because ghosts are helping me. So, we're, you know, we're talking Picasso's helping me out sometimes. Um, he, sometimes he'll, he'll show me how to make, you know, the nose more sharp. He's very good about sharp noses and, you know, really angular cuts. So that's what I've been doing is I've been working on a mask for the ritual of Halloween. Um, I call it All Hallowsween, as the old people say it. What have you been up to, Rob? Uh, you know, aside from my leaf investigation, which has been taking up the majority of my time, I, I'm going to put quotes around the, 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 that leaf because the evidence is not conclusive yet. Mm -hmm. um, but, uh, I mean, that's mostly it, to be honest. You know, so I, just I, your nose to the ground, just nose? looking at what you think might be leaves. Yeah, and I'm really hoping I find some packages of uh, peanuts that maybe have fallen from these planes as well. Um, you know, because you know I'm dedicated to my research. Like I'm not, I'm not going out. I'm not even going to the store to get food, because this sort of work that we do requires all all energy. Um, you know, 24/7. Because you got to see how does this stuff react during the daytime? How does it react during the nighttime? Mm -hmm. It's different. You know, the, the old adage, if a tree falls in the forest, 
alone and nobody hears it, does it make a sound? That's because people weren't doing their research properly. That question is, is, is based on a false predicate that people don't have the ability to astral project and, and literally be there without being there. So, I, I mean, that's the kind, of, the, the kind of thing we have to demystify that yes, you can go days without drinking, without eating, looking at the ground, trying to find bags of peanuts, and that work is necessary. Not only is it useful, but it is necessary. If you want the results, you got to go do the hard work. And Rob, I congratulate you for uh, eventually what will be a Nobel Peace Prize for finding out if these things are quote unquote leaves like you, like you call them. Thank you. Thank you. I mean, I, it all just depends on if I get my papers in on time. So on time means that, you know, we, we have to, we have to expedite this episode. That's, that, that's what I'm hearing. So let's get to um, the first segment that we're going to start. This is a segment that you thought we forgot about. And, and this is something that I, I really want to drill into everybody's head. We don't forget anything. Okay. If, if let's say, you ask us to revisit a certain subject and we haven't done it yet, it's just because we don't have the necessary evidence to give you, you know, a sufficient amount of truth. So today we have. So you might have thought that we forgot who Donald Bush is, but we are still on the hunt. So Rob, uh, I'd love to start talking to you about this. This is the segment that we're calling Donald who? Donald Trump. Donald Trump. 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 You know, if if you believe that, that's fine. Donald who? All right. So we were hot on the trail. We had James Corden in our sights, in the sniper. I was about to no-scope this guy. But Rob, you stopped me. You said, don't pull the trigger yet. Let's keep on looking. And so we looked a little further. Who else did we hit? we started looking at the Jimmys. You know, we had Jimmy Kimmel, who seemed to be the strongest contender of the Jimmys. Um, I think we ruled out Jimmy Fallon because, you know, at one point we'd think it'd be him, the way that he tousled the hair. But yes. the fact that he, you know, thinking that he's doing some research, but it just shows that his ignorance of how that hair feels like. You wouldn't tousle the hair if you knew how that wig felt on your head. Wow. And that's, that's a pretty uh, clever way of finding out how, you know, how to eliminate people from, from this list, because we don't have the manpower to, to research every single one. I can't be in everyone's trash. That's just a fact. And so I'm glad that we we're getting some of the Jimmy's weeded out. There's still a plenty more. And today we don't, we have no Jimmy to look at today. We're looking at somebody completely new that we thought was the perfect candidate and it's, it's perfect in just how subversive it would actually be. But when you look at the history of who Donald was, it's pretty easy to see this person filling in that role. I mean, the last person that I think did it the best was Haley Bieber, without a doubt, hands down. Oh, yeah. I mean, it, those, that is a high bar that Haley put up. Um, you know, and... I think it just shows, you know, I, I think Justin tried to have a, a go at Melania, but it just didn't, it didn't work. No, he couldn't be best. And his issue was that Melania, it, there's a nuance to her and Justin's not an actor. And that's why she needed to step down. 
There's probably many other reasons, but we have a candidate today that we think, you know, just checks all of the, uh, all of the notches. So we're looking at today, Samantha B. And I know there's the gasps. People are, are shocked. You know, so maybe some misogynists would say, you know, Geo Rob, she's a woman. She can't play a man. Rob, what do we say to that? I, rewind this episode 10 seconds, Yeah, people. The greatest person to ever play, quote unquote, Donald Trump, was Haley Baldwin slash Bieber. So I, it would only make sense that another woman powerhouse could come in. I mean, I'll say everyone in the canon has done a fantastic job. You know, this is not like a, a gendered role. This is, this is, you know, Donald, Bush, Trump, any, you know, yeah. anyone. Donald it, who? That's, Donald that's... who? Exactly. That's what we're getting at. And again, we're not confirming anything, but this right now is our leading candidate. Exactly. And just, just to nail, nail that in, Haley Bieber is in her early 20s. She is literally like three times younger than who Donald Trump is supposed to be. So we have somebody that has aged, you know, emotionally to that role in her early 20s. Samantha B is not in her early 20s. She is probably in her 40s to 50s. It doesn't re really matter what her exact age is. What matters is that she has more experience than a Haley Bieber. And this is the first check mark, right? You need public experience. You need the, you know, the scrutiny, the magnifying glass to be on you at all times. Samantha B has had that treatment up and down. But there's way more things that are convincing to me. I, and of course, you know, we're not done with this investigation. So like Rob said, this is just a candidate. This is our leading candidate. So let's go down the list and see what really resonates with us. Oh, I'll start with Samantha B wears suits. I'll, Samantha B wears suits. I mean, what have you wore, seen the Donald wear anything other than a suit? Maybe when he's playing a round of golf, he's wearing a polo and khaki. That's like a blazer away from being a suit. Exactly. And I mean, I have, you can Google Samantha B um, polo khaki. And I'm sure you'll find a couple images of her on, on the links playing, you know, playing the golf, hitting the, hitting the ball. So that's the first one, or second one, I guess. Here's, here's, another, here's another blammer for you guys. She's blonde. Little, blonde, little blondie. And think about that. He's blonde. So there's no, no need for a wig. There's no need for you know, for a color change, she can do her job and then put her hair up and now she's the Donald. And think of it this way. No one has had their hair cut in months now. No one has access to a hairstylist at all. So that eliminates so many people out there in the field. You have to be a blonde to play the Donald at this point. Exactly. Okay. Now, this goes back into her past. This is, this is just going to show you the ambition that she had and what she was planning 
for in her younger years is now coming to roost this year, right now. She was in a improv group called the Atomic Fireballs. Now, Atomic Fireballs, that's provocative, but it's also indicative of being, you know, hard on war, being a war hawk. And I think that's exactly what Donald Trump, Donald Bush, Donald whoever is, is trying to do. So her politics match right there. Boom. And the classic novel, uh, Fire and Fury, right? Yes. I mean, that is, if that's not a description of an atomic fireball, uh, and what else would you call that? You can't call it anything else. It's illegal to call it anything else. Mm-hmm. In, in Donald Bush's America, that's the truth. And here's, here's the other thing. Now, this is, people talk about, you know, cognitive decline. People talk about, you know, messing up a lot. <clears throat> Trump has uh, recently been, I would say, getting worse. And you can tell there's little, little tells that he has now, you know. He lisps sometimes, you know, sometimes he'll mispronounce a word. And Rob has, you know, the ears of, of a mouse. I'm not Mickey, right? But he has ears of a mouse. And he was able to pick up some, some idiosyncrasies that Trump was saying that truly would match with the fact that Susan B. is, yes, she's American, but she's also a Canadian. And, you know, I know that comes as a shock a lot of the times. The fact that there are so many people among us here in America who are actually Canadian. Yeah. I'm looking at you, Ryan Reynolds. Right. Looking at you, Seth Rogen. You know, and some people are, are more famously Canadian, like Celine Dion. You know, they, 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 they like to, to wear that out. But right, like you said, yeah. I'm looking exactly. at you, Martin Short. Martin Short, like, just, just tell us that you love maple syrup already. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. All right? Like, no one's going to think less of you, but why hide it? And Donald has been trying to hide it, but it hasn't been working so much recently. Maybe before they didn't notice it, but Ghost in the Scene notices. Rob's, you know, mm-hmm. mouse ears noticed it. Yeah. And, you know, this is something that also it's, you know, listen, listen to Drake, right? At the end of each one of his lines, he goes, hey, 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 exactly. So that's, that's, that's the tell, obviously. Every Canadian person has this. Mm -hmm. So next time you listen to the Donald, you'll hear, if you listen closely, the tiny little, hey, you know, make America fir- first or great again, eh? Mm-hmm. He'll say, um, "This is this is my country, eh?" And and I'm I'm the one in charge, eh? He says lots of stuff like that all the time. And the fact that you're just like this, this is kind of like a, a floodgate for a lot of people. It's it's starting to wake up the memories of him saying it. Every single time he said it, you just forgot. But he's also been saying. A boot. Right. Especially in the terms of the uprisings. He, he's calling, he's saying, what's this all a boot? Yeah. These, these looters. These rioters. 
What are they asking about? What are they, what are they arguing about? And everybody is asking, and, and then he was talking about cans of soup, right? Mm-hmm. And he says, you know, you, you put them in a boot. What's, the, what's that a boot? People might be making jokes about it. Are the late night hosts may be cackling and, and making fun of him for this. But we're the ones reading the tea leaves. We're the ones actually seeing what's going on. And the fact is, he's acting more Canadian than he should. And I don't know if that's a Samantha B thing. I don't know if he's just, you know, cozying up with Justin Trudeau. I don't know if he's drinking water from Niagara Falls. Because that's another thing, you know, that's water from the north coming south, right? That's from, from Canada, Canadian, Canadian, Canadian water. So if he's drinking that, he could be possessed. Or it's Samantha B. Or it's Ryan Reynolds. Or Martin Short. I mean... I mean, Mike Myers uh, is famous for, for getting into prosthetic and acting many different characters. So it, maybe it's him. And of course, if you think about, you know, get off my swamp, eh? I, right. you, you've heard the Donald say that before. This is not a close case. Donald, too, will continue. Um, but I think that we can... Um, safely close the books on a few of the Jimmies. We can close the books on a few, um, you know, James Corden's of the world. Um, there are some other people that we can look at, but let's keep on looking because I think we're onto something here. So uh, let's let's uh, hit it to us today. We have a. Oh, do you have anything? And I want to say, yeah, yeah. I mean, I think you know, when we are talking about this, we want you to feel empowered to do your own research, you know, tweet at the president, ask him who he is, uh, you know, ask him what this is all about, eh? you know, and see how he responds. Mm-hmm. And if he gets angry at you or blocks you, you're only getting closer to the truth, okay? Don't take that personally. And, you know, if the CIA calls you, FBI calls you, that's a call to action. That, that might be good. And, you know, how many times has Rashid gotten called by the CIA and FBI and gotten released? So, you know. Every episode. All the time. So don't be so afraid of them. So um, we have a great guest this week. Uh, they are a star, a rising star on TikTok, which is possibly a sinking ship. Uh, so we talked to uh, our, our guest, Lois, about TikTok, we talked to her about all kinds of stuff, really. Satanism, the battle of religions, and also some, um, some stock tips. For, for all you numbers guys out there, this is, this is right down your alley. So um, let's, let's talk to us from, from the past, from, from uh, a couple days ago, and uh, we'll talk to have our conversation with Lois. Okay, we are here with a very special guest. Um, Lois, you are a, a friend of the paranormal. You're a, a knower of the paranormal. One could say. Okay. One could say a, a distant relative of the paranormal. Wow. So <laughs> the paranormal runs in your family somehow. No, but we can pretend it does. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I mean, we we all have you know relatives, ancestors. That's paranormal, right? Exactly. Yes. 
uh, one of my ancestors uh, died after a 70 day cocaine binge. Whoa. Holy cow. Wow. Seven, 70 straight days. Wait, I shouldn't say that. He was the, uh, he was like the owner of Paramount for a while. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, God, Whoa. I think his name was Rob. <laughs> he was, uh, not a great dude. He had around seven wives. He invented pants for women. Uh, well, so he's the guy responsible for the small pockets? Uh, yes, he is the devil. Correct. That's unbelievable. So yeah, and, and That he, all adds up. 70 days. So he did 10 days for each kid. <laughs> no, each wife. Each wife. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> That's incredible. And you know, Jesus only did 40 days when he was, when he was fasting in the desert. So there's something to be said about doing an extra 30 days. Yeah. You could say that he's better than Jesus. In that regard. Right. Yes. In that regard. Jesus never did cocaine and I feel like he missed out. I don't, I don't do cocaine. Right. (laughs) It just, you know, it's in your ancestry. Yes, exactly. It runs in my blood, unfortunately. Wow. Call me Scarface. We can call you. We can call you Lois Scarface. Yeah, Lois Scarface. Let's go. Cool. So, okay, that's that's incredible. What what a bomb to drop in like the first like minute of of our conversation. Paramount. Yeah, welcome to my life. I'm just gonna Paramount Paranormal. Whoa. <laughs> wow. Whoa. B- blowing it up. So, uh, you have. Uh, I don't want to blow up your spot right now, but you have started gaining um, a, a decent amount of followers on TikTok. <laughs> yes, indeed, I have. Uh, I attribute it to um, my looks and the fact that I'm stupid. <laughs> mm. Yeah, my idiocy has gotten me quite a couple of followers, um, <laughs> Mainly because I posted a story time about a Nazi who was in my German class, but that's a different story. Whoa, whoa. So, okay. Yeah. But, so, okay. What I wanted to ask you. <clears throat> yes. How does it feel to now be a, a rising star on possibly an exploding ship? You know what? It feels great. Um, I'm pretty much used to that. Uh, I was, <laughs> I started becoming Tumblr famous when, uh, t- just before Tumblr banned porn. Um, oh I did not God. do porn, but I lost quite a couple of followers. <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So big internet has been coming after you, it sounds like. Yeah. Um, you could say I'm the internet's enemy number one. I'm not. <laughs> I'm not. Right. But I'm very but you could say on a sinking ship. Uh, I believe in a past life, I was on the Titanic and I did die. Uh, that's a joke. I did. Hey, you know, and, and we live in a multiverse, you know, and mm-hmm. so that, that means that's true somewhere. Exactly. Exactly. And somewhere in the multiverse, I'm probably a ghost. Whoa, paranormal. Uh-huh. It's true. We're all ghosts in the multiverse. You know, we're all ghosts trapped inside a human body. Yeah. Think well, about that for a second. You, you have to deep. imagine, like, we were talking to somebody else recently. Um, shout mm-hmm. out to Tony. He was saying, Where's you know, Tony. Yeah, t- uh, Tony's out. He's with uh, us in, in spirit. Yeah, he's in the web. He's in one of those dots behind Rob. Um, Hell yeah. 
so Tony was saying, you know, just like walking down the street, you're touching ghosts left and right. Like you open up oh, yeah. the, you know, like your car door, and if somebody accidentally left some some slime on your your door handle, you got a ghost on you. I wonder though, what counts as a ghost? Can we count anything as a ghost? Like can can there be ghosts of mosquitoes that are attacking you every day in your sleep? Oh boy. The produce that you buy, are those ghosts when they go bad? Think yes. about a food for thought. Yes. These are all valid questions. Yeah. 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 Maybe maybe um the dead food feeds actual ghosts. So it doesn't go Whoa. to Is there a ghost economy? Yeah, oh yeah. Oh yeah, are there ghost stocks? Do you think that a ghost buy stocks and bonds um for their favorite ghost produce uh companies? I think at some point if the economy were to flourish, the ghosts would have to have stocks. I honestly I disagree. Uh I think that ghosts would be communists. You think so? Yeah. I, maybe, maybe. I think they're naturally a collective spirit. <laughs> Interesting, because it's like, there, there isn't like that idea of a deficit mindset, because right. ghosts are always adding more and more ghosts. To them. That's very oh interesting. God. So you think my ghost stock in Vine would not be doing so well, because there wouldn't be much stock? Yeah, uh, because I, I feel like there's probably no concept of money this is probably a concept of trade but but then again do ghosts need to eat because what happens if they don't do they just die again no but i think it's more like it, it, it's it's a like a central tool of like power you know like it, mm. it's 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 their it grinds them to a halt if they don't eat so they, they need to have some kind of nourishment or i think haunting is another form of nourishment if, if they don't want to wait around for produce to die in a house they could just scare the little little kids and oh so they recharge their batteries feeding off of the fear of others okay that's interesting fear emotion you know i think ghosts are really misunderstood mm -hmm. fascinating and, creatures yeah they just don't understand you know our culture and and how humans have empathy for each other. Like they, I don't think ghosts have that. Well, do they lose that when they die? I think so. I think a lot you of the empathy so? is like held in the nose, parts of the the mm. upper parts of the nose. Okay. So, so they, they lose their olfactory glands, and suddenly that they lack empathy. Yeah, exactly. Wow, food for thought. Because I was out here thinking like, oh, there's some friendly ghosts out there. Maybe Casper is gonna help me out with my taxes one day but no you lack well, empathy well i mean you know some some ghosts are nice but mm. you, you don't you know you don't you don't have to really like be empathetic when you're when you're being friendly you could just kind of like let like let's say someone's having a hard day you just say hey mm -hmm. buddy hope you're having a good day and then you you go take a hike you're playing basketball outside and you, inside the person's crying they're having you know the roughest time of their life you were nice, but you weren't there for them. I don't think, like, right. okay, he'll help you with your taxes. He's not going to help you if somebody, you know, ran over your foot, right? He, okay. might, he might get the license plate down, but he's not going to be like, oh, oh, gee, you look like you're really hurt. Because he doesn't have a foot to understand what foot pain feels like anymore. Empathy, right. so you're saying, like, empathy, Geo, is the ability to, to feel as others feel. Yeah. And exactly. I, in the ghost world, you know, my visits to the 
to the ghost dimension myself. Um, whenever I go, you know, things are so much on the same level. It's, I think it's beyond the concept of putting yourself into others. Because you are others at that point? You are all the same. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And I think just like, like I said, it's the ability to feel as other people feel. But if you literally don't have like the heart, you know, to, to have heartache, it, it's hard to fake that, you know? And mm. maybe Casper's a good actor. Maybe Casper has, is like a sociopath and like a psychopath and has trained himself. I could know, see that. To express I don't emotion. even think that Casper is as young as he makes it out to be. I believe that he's a 45-year-old man. Like Andy Milanakis. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yes, he has a growth disorder. Casper has a growth disorder. This is canon now. That's true. Put this on the record. Write this down. New discoveries. He's mm -hmm. a 45-year-old pedophile. <laughs> wow. Not saying that Andy Milanakis is a pedophile, but, I mean, Casper, why would you portray yourself to be that way? Right. And creep on little kids. It's like that movie, The Orphan. You ever watched that movie, The Orphan? I have never watched the movie, The Orphan. I mean, you basically just described it, but instead of it being uh, Casper, it's like, I think like a Russian woman, mm -hmm. like a middle-aged mm -hmm. Russian woman who just wants to be infantilized like a nine-year-old girl. And so she just like mm. goes from orphanage to orphanage until she eventually like has to kill the family and then go to a new orphanage food for thought i wonder if anybody's doing that to me right now i wonder if there's any <laughs> ghosts in my apartment posing as a a little girl or something it could be maybe also maybe I was, a 90 year old woman i was wondering if 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 that movie was a paramount movie maybe your ancestor Ooh. had something you know in 70 days you could write a script oh i'm sure he wrote many scripts <laughs> wow well on cocaine <laughs> yeah I mean, 70 days, if, if you're on, on a binge, you could probably crank out a few. I, I'm not sure how, how if you do a, a treaty, right, or not a treaty, but what do you call it, like a treatment of a script, you don't need right. like an entire script. I think you only need like a couple pages. Right. You, pop, you pop, pop off like 50 of those in, in 70 probably days. Probably pumped out a couple a day. Yeah, that's incredible. So um, do you have, um, as far as stocks are concerned? Stocks right are yes. are you on the market stock wise i am very much on the market stock wise okay so you see numbers on I on a see. on a minute by minute basis right oh boy do i see the numbers okay so many numbers do you see patterns in the numbers yes really there are yes there are many patterns to the market many patterns to charts it mimics human behavior. Um, every night before uh, the market opens, I do a blood sacrifice to our Lord and Savior, Lucifer, just to make sure that my uh, money's going to be okay. That's a joke. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, it but, uh, I mean, who, if you're going to be playing the stocks, I mean, do you really think Jesus is going to help you? Or do you want to go no. talk to no. Yeah, that makes no, sense. No, I want to talk to the big guy. Right. I want to talk to the guy in charge of the market. Yeah. I don't know who that is. Lucifer. And then, okay, Lucifer. think about what the original term, you know, a stock, right? It right. was a, tor a, a form of torture. You put somebody in, yeah. in the stocks, right? Yeah. Ooh. Right? They're like a Frankenstein. Scary. That's scary. scary. Made to look like a, 
Just like that. And now it's a soulless corporation. Uh. <laughs> right. The new Frankenstein is Wall Street. The new Frankenstein is Wall Street. I'm going to write that down. I'm going to print that. And I'm going to tattoo that on my body. Okay. That's, that's a spell. That's important. Yeah, that's, yeah. That, that is important to do. So I, I hope our listeners can, can follow you as, as well. I think we should all get the same, the same kind of tattoo. Yeah, absolutely. And you should all invest in SPY. SPY? This is the global stock market. Yeah, this is uh, the S&P 500. Invest in that. And okay. Apple before the stock splits. Dude, this, this is good info for, for all of you guys in the scene. Good um, insider info. It's not insider info. I mean, it, it's as inside as, as, as people are. I mean, we're in the quarantine, so it, mm-hmm. it, it's hard to not be inside and get insider info now. Exactly. All info you and get when you're inside, inside, you're with all the ghosts. Wow. True. Yeah. True. Whoa. I mean, ghosts haunt houses. That is a fact. Mm-hmm. Ghosts oh, don't yeah. haunt empty parking lots, even though they probably do. We just don't, just don't see them. I think ghosts em- um, haunt empty parking lots because if you've ever seen a shopping cart just moving, whoa, that's a ghost. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Uh, confession, whoa. confession, confession for me. Well, I, I was about uh, fourteen years old, so mm-hmm. luckily I can't get in trouble for this. But now that you said this. I think it absolves me of the crime that I, I felt guilty all this time. So there I was walking in a Walmart parking lot. There was a giant conveyor of carts, right? Mm-hmm. And I just kind of gave it a nudge. Just a small, I'm a, I'm a weak, frail, frail man. And I was even smaller then. So I give it a little nudge and the thing just starts picking up momentum, right? Mm-hmm. It starts going. And I quickly beeline to my friend's car. And as we're driving out of the parking lot, I hear a loud crash. And oh. it had crashed into a truck. Oh, God. And you know I, what? You're going to get haunted now. Well, I don't want to, you know, snitch on, on, on the ghost, but I think you just absolved me of my crime. A ghost obviously pushed it. And, made, and was the last one to touch it. It's like basketball rules. The last person to touch the ball is the one that is, is in charge of the ball. I didn't, hit the, I didn't hit the truck. Your hands are clean. You were absolved. Thank you so much, Lois. Yeah. Lois Scarface. I just you. Yeah, thank you yeah. so much. Wow. Lois Scarface McGee. Just cleanse you of your crime. Absolve you. Whoa. Of your horrendous crimes against humanity. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I, I, that's been weighing on me. And um, yeah. it feels like I'm 20 pounds lighter, which wow. is what guilt is. Guilt is 20 pounds. That's the power of ghosts. <laughs> yeah, that's the power of ghosts. That's the power of you, right? Wow. You have the power. I feel 20 pounds lighter too. <laughs> Rob? Just from you saying that. How are you, know, you feeling? I, I'm, I'm actually feeling 40 pounds heavier. <laughs> Oh no. Well, you just took on the weight of our guilt, okay? Yeah, sorry, bud. So, I mean, maybe maybe we I, I need to have some other like, you know, session, maybe a, a private session cuz this is a lot of guilt that I'm holding on to right now. And I don't know if I if I'm ready to to yeah. take off this baggage at this moment. I mean, we might need a whole you know, this, this is going to be a whole to do. Sometimes you, know? hey, you got to go you need to cry. Yeah. Pound yeah, pounds of tears. 
that's what really sh- sheds off the guilt. You just got to cry gallons of tears. Yeah. Or just take a really good shit and then you just lost 10 pounds. There you go. Okay. An- another pro hack. So, um, at least three shits then, right? Buy spy yeah. apple before it splits. Take a yeah. huge shit. Take a massive dump. Yeah. And get yeah. rid of all that guilt. That's dirty. Yeah, and dirty if you need guilt. to lose more weight, just chop off a limb. Oh. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Now, but then you're creating a ghost limb, right? Yeah. Did they call those true. phantom limbs? Phantom, phantom limb. Phantom limb. But going back to our previous point, does that not mean that ghosts have phantom empathy? Oh, the empathy they lost. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, wow. whoa, 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 whoa. Okay. Let's break that down a little bit because I think that's yeah. worth that's worth talking about. Okay, so we have phantom limbs because mm-hmm. the ghosts of what we thought like our soul ex- extended to, right? Like I guess right. like what we imagine our soul extends to is our body in in, in this mm-hmm. realm, right? So when you chop off a finger, you your soul your soul still imagines that its finger is still there right because that's as far as its power extends but i think once you're free of your entire body that's when you like the empathy is cut like i said most of it's in the nose Mm. right so unless you get like a full like you know someone michael jackson's your nose famously why voldemort was so evil i would argue that's also why michael jackson was so evil but we don't have to have that conversation right now right right michael jackson was yeah he definitely was many things noseless was one of them yes and I, bad and I think, person yeah. that's another one we'll, we'll throw that i feel like voldemort would be a good songwriter as well because he has the noselessness of michael jackson i think you're on to something close i think voldemort would be a wonderful singer <laughs> oh yes 100 percent. plus he's magical mm-hmm. and i have to imagine that he could conjure some sort of vocal cord mystery magic happening in fact um we've we've been having ghost guests on and i think mm-hmm. this is the perfect time to invite the ghost of voldemort on to Ooh. sing sing a few bars yeah he's so he's gonna sing a few bars um yeah. wow how are we that gonna was, do that that was amazing <laughs> It just wow. happened. We, uh, he was, you know, he was j- just like we thought. Michael Bublé, almost. I would, I would say he's Whoa. definitely got, got a lot from Bublé. A smooth, creamy voice. Mm-hmm. It's a Ooh, voice of an angel, country. but yeah. perhaps a fallen angel. Lucifer. Yeah. Ooh. Is Voldemort Lucifer? Let's ask him. Okay, Voldemort, um, are you Lucifer? This is not a gotcha question either. You, you can say no. He is. You think yeah? He said yeah. Mm. Wow. Wow. Breaking news Powerful. left left and right. <laughs> That's incredible. Um, so let, let's get to one more. I mean, the buzz, right? The, the buzz off of, of, of TikTok. It's dying, right? Mm-hmm. Like you said, Titanic. Yeah. Um, what are you going to do when it's over? Oh, when it's over, I'm probably just going to evict myself from my apartment yeah crawl down the street to a subway 
demand a job and then pick up my bootstraps and fund a multinational corporation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's, that's what I like We're to hear. Success. Yes. Viable goals, realism. That's what I go for. I like that. And um, as far as like magic, paranormal magic is concerned, mm. yeah. do you, do you use that to help you with the numbers? Do you use that to help you? In, in, yes. in any respect? Are you big oh, in the yes. ghost community? Well, I was a shameless plug. Um, I was on an episode of Jubilee's um, Satanists versus Major Religions. Ooh. Ooh. And nice. I was an occultist in the Satanist category. Whoa. Whoa. So, so, so who did you battle? Um, I battled a Christian, a Muslim, and uh, somebody who is Hindi, and I had two other Satanists on my side. It was very uneven, but <laughs> but it was a great time. Um, met actual vampire Richard Leo Lillard, who That's is an actual vampire. <laughs> Holy shit. Holy shit. You, did you invite him near you? That's how you uh, met him? Absolutely. Whoa. Whoa. Did you give him permanent invitation or was it only once? Just a one-time invitation to be close to me, yeah. That's safe, yeah. That's safe. Yeah. And we Van- vibed. Whoa. Well, vibed with vibed. a vampire. Vibing with actual vampire Richard Lillard, who is an icon. That's, <laughs> that's incredible. So um, who was Y'all the toughest? Y'all your show. He would be great. Do you think he would he would actually do it? Oh, one hundred thousand percent. Oh my God. Okay. Um. We'll yeah. We'll 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 definitely um ask him and let him know that we're interested. I'll, but, I'll definitely astral project myself to his home to to ask him personally. Knock on the mm-hmm. astral Just do door. A little bit of lucid dreaming. Um. Yeah. Break into his house. That's how I do it. That's how I've made all my friends. That's how you met him. Now, we all know that you have to let, invite vampires into your home. Do you have to be invited into a vampire's home? Does it go both ways? See, I don't know. If you break a window and you just go inside, I don't. does that count as inviting yourself in? Can yeah. you just say I invite myself into your home? Oh, okay. That's a nice workaround. If you just yeah. say you're inviting yourself in, I think you, you could call ahead and even say that. Hey, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let myself in. And they could, yeah. you could just hang up. They can't say no. Yeah, you could You could also pretend to be a pizza man or something and be like, I'm going to come in a couple hours. I didn't order any pizza. Well, it doesn't yeah. matter. You got a lot of friendly pizza, pizza men that come over and just walk into your front door. That's nice. That's a different conversation. That's <laughs> not appropriate for here. That's a Tumblr conversation. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that is, a, that is a, a Tumblr story. Interesting. <laughs> Okay, so I, I did have a quick question about, about the, the, the rumble, the rumble Ooh, in the jungle, right? The rumble in the jungle. Um, out of the three, um, the Christian, the Hindi, the Muslim, who was the toughest to beat? Um, well, they weren't tough to beat. I would say uh, oh, the yeah. Christian was one of the toughest, though, because... He was close to a breakdown. 
And we all felt bad. Oh, no. Poor Sean. Shout out to Sean. We can ask him if to, to be on, too, you know? Sean, he would decline. you're welcome. You're welcome on the show <laughs> to say your piece. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would decline, but he's welcome in this space. I am inviting him. I don't yeah. care what y'all say. I, I know it's not my show, but I'm inviting him. I mean, you're, you're <laughs> a part of the scene now, Lois. It, yeah. it, you know, we, we are in- inclusive. It's as much your show as it is our show. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm it, taking this over. New upload schedule. Okay. Uh, every day. Every day. Okay. Right. Every day, twice a day. Okay. Holding six in the morning, it. six p.m. Yes. Being being in in a legit like arena style battle, battling mm-hmm. with nothing but your religious wits, right? Yes. Against other other gladiators, not. I mean, these are chosen you know, people that they said, okay, this religion is, is going to throw all of their, their money behind, like you said, mm-hmm. your friend Sean. Yeah. You know, Sean was representing Christianity, the literal yeah. fish. Well, he was the fish. We were the devil. We were the Antichrist spawn. Yeah. I'm okay with that. I'm okay with that. But you, you won. Is, is what you're saying, right? Well, there were no winners or losers. There were just people who cried in the parking lot after. I think we know, yeah. <clears throat> I think we know who, who, who the winners, who the losers. I didn't shed a tear. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Wow, that's we incredible. It was fun and we got sushi after. With, with them? Wow. Well, not with all of them. Just with uh, the Muslim and one of the other Satanists. Oh, Oh, so the, the Christian fish was left behind as you ate his brother, essentially. Whoa. Yes, Sushi. Um, we did eat his brother. Raw. Whoa. Possibly risking um, salmonella. Mm-hmm. You never know. And who knows what was Speaking in that rice? Which, did you know that onions have been recalled because of salmonella concerns? Onions where? Everywhere? Onions everywhere, yeah. I just had The main manufacturer of onions has recalled. (laughs) Oh my God. It's recalled all red onions. No. uh, Yeah, and also all onions that may have been touching the raw red onions, which is almost all of them. (laughs) What the hell is going on with onions? Is this like like, like a Shrek 5 plug? Are they, are, are they trying to? Onions are an entire food group for me. On the food pyramid, they take up the entire upper half. So I don't need dessert. I don't need dairy. I just need onions. That's Whoa. all. So this is like pretty, yeah. pretty harsh for you then. Yeah, but, um, you know, I'm not afraid of living a little. Yeah. Eating a little bit of raw onion, even if it kills me. <laughs> mm-hmm. This this all feels like a, like a metaphor for Corona, even though I know it's really about onions, you know. Yeah, you know what? You take that as a metaphor for Corona. Yeah. Wear a mask. Stay safe. Don't right. do what I do. Don't just bite into an onion like it's an apple, and expect to be safe. Oh my God, you really do. I mean, you okay? Eat that's, your raw onions responsibly. Yeah. Yeah. Wear a, a condom on the onion. 
Yeah. And Before. also wear a condom on your person, on your dick at all times, just in case. Yeah. You never know what's going to slip in. Mm-hmm. And that's something we've talked about before is how many holes there are in the human body. That's how oh. many. Oh. oh, there's no, there's one hole. Wait, what? no, but we're all, we're all made of holes because we have pores in our skin. I'm so passionate okay. about the subject. Okay. Oh my God. We're either made of infinity holes, which would actually equal no holes. Right. You're counting the distance between the cells in our body. So we're nothing. We're just floating in space. Or we're one singular hole with multiple holes that connect to that singular hole. Okay. Yes. Like a hose. We're like a hose. We're like a hose. We're like we're like a ink pen. But then if you have piercings, you have more holes. More holes outside of like the auxiliary holes that lead to the large hole, right? Yeah, you have a main hole. Like, I'm trying to, like, in, in our bodies, it would be, mm -hmm. like, from your throat to your butt, I'm sure. Yes. That's, that's one continuous hole. Correct. That's one big but hole. But then also your, no, your nostrils connect to your throat. Right. Your ears, ear yeah. holes, to and, your... Well, I don't think that those go anywhere, particularly. Like, they kind of just stop off and go to your brain they're like a point of no return I, I think it i think it just goes straight to open brain no skull just brain mm -hmm. just brain that could be considered quasi whole like whole adjacent whole adjacent I think but if yeah. you get shot that's a hole you make another hole you make another hole depending on it i mean there's a lot of space for holes on your arms right Right, I know there's small holes of like veins, but like mm -hmm. I could I could put a giant hole right through my arm, and I'll that's one more hole. Unless, like you said, you won't live. But it's another holes. hole. Yeah, true. I mean, but, but then, for you have, then you're a ghost, and it's all okay. And that's the other thing. Unfinished business might be that I want to get another hole in the other arm, and mm. that's impossible once you're a ghost. Maybe that's why there's so many ghosts. Whoa, can that be your mission as a ghost to try to recreate your past wound? Yeah, I think so. I, I think that's what possession, you know, so people wake mm. up with, with certain tattoos they don't remember or, or piercings. I, I think that's a ghost trying to, out, you know, relive or live out their fantasy to, to pass over, to pass on. I would be a super punk ghost and I would get everybody tatted up. Yeah. Possess everyone. I mean, Can you it, have the power. I do have the power. I'm going to go um, into the bathroom, kill myself real quick, and then we'll see if I can uh, accomplish that mission. You can do it. I mean, we don't, yeah. we don't condone um, yeah, ghosting yourself. <laughs> no. But well, you know. you're powerful. Exactly. It's true. And I think that we all have that power inside of us. There's all a little ghost screaming to be released from the prison of our muscles and bones. And we even even talk about the holes in your bones. Yeah, osteoporosis, man. Yep. We're just Crazy a bunch of, shit. our bones are sponges, like SpongeBob SquarePants. That's where our bones are. So many mm -hmm. little holes, tiny little holes in there. 
a lot of places for you know why there's so many holes in our bones room for ghosts yeah exactly the ghosts exactly so uh lois this has been incredible yes this has been fantastic um i know you 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 already plugged um your your jubilee video right yes what is your tiktok middle ground the jubilee video is middle ground satanist versus major religions highly recommend it's very entertaining Mm-hmm. You will see an actual vampire. All, all love to Richard Leo. I don't mean to rag on him so much. My um, Instagram, my TikTok, my everything is at Dandy Demon. So D A N D Y Demon. Hopefully, people can spell that one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> anything else you got for me? Uh, no, just thank you so much. Uh, it was great talking to you of course um if you would want to be back on the show you are more more than welcome we have a million different things to talk about i mean you just opened the floodgates so uh yeah it's going to be a great working relationship we're going to have we're going to have you back telling us some some new stock tips all kinds of stuff. absolutely well i hope that uh this was up to your expectations oh yeah Exceeded. My ears are bleeding with the amount of truth that has entered into him. You know what? There's only more where that came from. I got so much truth flowing through my veins. Yes. And that's why we had you on. That's why we knew you'd be perfect for this show. Just the amount of truth just coming out of your pores. like All of my holes. Yeah, all the holes. Infinity holes and infinity truths. Infinity holes and infinity truth. Wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you so the much. The more you know. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> All right. We'll see you next time. Okay. See you next time. Wow. What a conversation. Um, we'll definitely be having her back. So if there's any other questions you want us to ask, just uh, tweet at us or DM us on any of our profiles and we'll, we'll definitely get to talk to her again. How do you feel about that, Rob? Uh, I mean, that was game changing, Uh, you know, to see how much that this movement is spreading across all platforms. And, you know, I I just put all my money into stocks after our conversation. Uh, I I, I am heavily invested in the soup market now. Yes. I will be the king of soup. And and the fact that we have a chance to uh, possibly talk to a vampire is is great i'm 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 excited to uh to get the chance to talk to what she said was a vampire we'll see i mean i you know open open eyes open heart you know i we have beef with johnny but we know that he's also one vampire in a whole you know race a whole not even race but a whole uh species so I don't want to paint with a broad brush here. Right. I mean, and I think that's what we need to be doing, though, Gio. Much as we were very closed off and closed-minded about ghosts when we began uh, and then started to open up that door, I think that needs to extend to the entire paranormal universe. And to see, you know, we've only really had that, our experience with Johnny 
And I don't think that can represent the entirety of all vampires. And I think there's a lot more that we need to learn and know. Uh, and we hope that all of you out there will, will join us on that journey. Yeah, I think we just had some sour blood. You know, maybe Johnny's blow just some sour blood. But I'm sure other vampires have sweeter, more grape juice-like blood. And hopefully, you know, we'll, we'll make friends that had to have, you know, some sweet blood. Right. It's kind of like when you take communion. A lot, most of the time, it's nasty, stale tasting wine. But sometimes, you know, you go to certain services, they have grape juice. Right. And sometimes, sometimes Jesus will have drank a bunch of pineapple juice before donating his blood. And it'll taste better. So that's, that's another uh, benefit if, if you have a better relationship with, with Jesus, with, with the Christ himself. You can ask him, you can pray, say, hey, Jesus, can you please drink a little bit of pineapple juice before I go to church, just so it'll taste better? Right, and it is, he's got so much blood to give out, like every week. So not everyone's getting the good stuff, and that's just how it is. You know, it's not anything against certain people, but if you can get, you know, get on the inside track, you know, maybe you can get the good stuff. You can get the pineapple blood. Exactly. So... Yeah, opening up just our hearts to the, the cryptozoology universe, to all the cryptids out there, I think that's a great call, Rob. And, and I'm definitely going to start just because before, you know, I'm just so defensive and, and I don't have to be defensive anymore because I think our community is strong enough now to kind of weather any storm. So that's what I'm looking forward to is, is seeing that bear fruit, is seeing us develop bonds with creatures that we once thought were pure evil think about how much stronger the movement will be if we get all of you know uh, uh, humanity spirit world crypto world like all together oh man you know for the same cause like that will be unstoppable i'm getting excited just thinking about it okay real quick who is your like your goat like your first like, who would you be happiest as a cryptid to make friends with? That's an excellent question. Um, you know, I'm just going to go for my gut. And the first cryptid that I thought of were the mummies. The mummies. The mummies. I, I, I love it because right? the history they could tell you, the ancient magics they could tell you, and also the deep, deep meditation that they have. Years of just being in a, in a coffin, sarcophagus. That must center you. So totally. they, you know, like the Buddha. You know, I'm thinking definitely fairies, like a, like a like a Tinkerbell kind of thing. I want somebody that is like a smartphone. You know, they start to fly around and they're a little light. And that way I don't have to have my, if, if I don't, because the issue is, what happens when you lose your smartphone and you need a flashlight to find your smartphone? It's impossible to find in the dark. So you have a fairy friend, and all of a sudden you say, hey, can you, can you find it for me? And they'll fly around, and just by the dim light of their wings flapping, you'll be able to find your cell phone. So that's the kind of relationships that I'm looking for. Uh, ones that are mutually beneficial, but also I, I would also just like to get to know Bigfoot. You know, ask him you know, how, how he feels about not being able to fit into any kind of shoes except for clown shoes and the psychological, you know, detriment of that, just thinking that he's a clown all the time when he's not. 
And I know he's, you know, he might be funny, but he's not a clown. Yeah. I mean, and, and Loch Ness, old Nessie. Right. Doesn't, doesn't she want to see like the larger world? There's like so many larger lochs and seas. Right. Oceans. Like, I, I'm curious, like, you know, why are you so like, why are you so whole, you know, like. So isolated. Yeah. Isolated. Yeah. Maybe uh, Loch Ness Monster is agoraphobic or something. You know, and another thing, you Maybe, know, you know, Loch Ness is just too happy of being the big fish in the small lock. Right. Maybe there's giant Ness, right? Like this is like the Loch Ness monster. But what about like, you know, the Kraken, right? That, that would definitely fuck up a Loch Ness monster. And I think at some point we're, we're going to have um, a, a power ranking of, of all of these creatures. But I think we have to get to know them personally first. Because you don't know somebody until you've, you know, spent the night at their house and, you know, had Tostino's pizza rolls with them, you know, on, on the couch watching Comedy Central, you know, roast of, you know, James Earl Jones or something. So we're, we're getting a little away from, from our, our main topic. So let's reel it back in. Um, the future looks bright for us in cryptozoological animals, though. I will say that. So... TikTok, TikTok, TikTok. That's the the time ticking down for TikTok. We mentioned this in our conversation with Lois that the death is you know it's coming right. The guillotine is on its way, and it's because of a Donald Bush. Donald Bush got a little angry, was provoked, and now has decided to shut down TikTok. TikTok countersues, and there's now a stalemate, and they have until the 15th of this month, we're in September 2020, to, you know, solve this, or else TikTok is no more. I mean, just look at the numerology there. You got nine, one, five. One plus five is six. Mm. You got the nine and the six linked together in infinite 666, so. Back and forth forever. Um, this is like Reckon for a Dream with that, with that butt scene. Back and forth forever. And this is the year that they chose to, to do this. And so September is significant. Nine is a very significant number. And 2016 is when this was uh, created. Was TikTok was founded in 2016. So we're working with numbers, you know, six times four, 24. Two plus four is six. Four plus two is six. I mean, this is incredible stuff, guys. But it's not just the fact that, you know, TikTok as, as a platform is going to die and that all of these TikTokers' careers might be over. But we have to look further. This is, that's the micro picture. But what's the macro? You know, what's happening behind the scenes? A giant lawsuit between a company and the presidency, that's more than just a bunch of kids making videos, lip syncing to La Bamba. There's, there's something else happening, Rob. So let's get into that. What the hell is going on? Right. I mean, of course, like everything else on this large scale, it's all about power. Who has it? Who wants it? And what are they going to do with it? Mm. Right, yes. and Gio has been doing some research. He's been digging in the trash, uh, you know, how 
uh, a lot of our trash gets shipped off to China. So, so Gio has been on the barges, mm-hmm. and he's been digging through big stinking piles, and he's found the receipts, you know? Like, we, yeah, we live in a digital world, but people still print out paper receipts. Yeah, you know, it's funny. They always ask you, right? Hey, do you want your receipt? And what do you usually say? No, no thanks, right? Where do you think that goes? On a barge, on its way to China, and it hits my head when I'm digging through the trash. Guys, I'm thinking a new nickname for me. And I don't, you know, giving yourself a nickname is always a little cheesy, but I'm the trash man, right? That, you can just call me the trash man from now on because I'm digging. I'm digging through the trash. And I'm finding things that, I mean, I didn't even know you guys could buy. And one thing I found led me on a deep, deep hole, a deep dive, and it took me all the way to the top, which is funny because you would think digging would take you down, but it brought me all the way to the top. So we know that we're working in a universe that doesn't respect the laws of gravity. And this story doesn't respect the laws of gravity because we talk, we talk about the internet, right? We're, we're communicating over the internet. You're listening to us downloaded over the internet. Over what? Over the cloud? Yeah, the cloud, that's right. I'm, I'm back at it. I'm back on my bullshit, everybody. This is this turned from TikTok to the cloud really fast. And I'm sorry to have to, to give you whiplash, but that's just the God honest truth. That's where we're going. So well, honestly, that's what this fight is really about. You know, you might turn on the news and they might say, oh, TikTok, this and that. Oh, you know, it's China or it's uh, it's Donald Trump. Mm-hmm. You know, no, 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 no. That that's the story that they're giving you, right? Yeah. That's the story that they want you to be focused on. That's not really what's going on. They're not going to tell you the unfiltered, uncut truth. You got to go to the receipts for that. You got to go. And look at the fine print. On every receipt, there's a little survey they ask you to fill out. You go, you fill out the survey, and you, you check the, in, the internet site. It's a .gov. So that's number one, right? Where is all that information going to? It's going somewhere, right? So I did some digging. Who owns the, what used to be called Musical.ly before? the American version, right? But TikTok has had many different versions over the years. In America, it's called TikTok now. Uh, It was owned and created by ByteDance. And this all sounds well and good. ByteDance, how nice. You know, it's it's a company that takes bites out of dancers, ruining their careers, ending their entire dancing careers. How nice, right? Well, it's a little more darker than that because i looked at how are they you know providing all of this information because just like us we can and we have made years of podcasts before we started putting them out we did hours days months worth of content investigated digging but we didn't have the tools the equipment to to show the world what we had the same thing with ByteDance. 
what I'm I'm trying to make the oh go ahead Rob and 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 it's like it's no coincidence that they they launched this this app that we know as TikTok the same year that we launched this podcast as well. Yeah, no coincidence at all. So they figured out how to distribute their content just the same way that we did. We distribute it through the internet. They distribute it through the internet. We have investors. We have people that have bought into our vision of the coexistence that we want. And so we have a very ethical pipeline of internet to us and to our listeners. I cannot say the same for ByteDance and for TikTok because they chose to, and Rob, I'm, I, I, I just saw a ghost float over your screen. I didn't want to say anything to, to scare. Okay, you saw it too. Or, or, or pointed across, yes, but that was definitely a ghost that was hovering over my chest and, yeah. and flew away right as you're talking about this. So we're talking about information, right? Yes, power always brings ghosts to the chat. And of course, this is the perfect time to, to bring in the singing Voldemort. Uh, singing Voldemort from our conversation, he's still here. So singing Voldemort, thank you so much for, for helping us um, with that ghost transition. Because yes, there are ghosts floating around at all times. And our conversation is going to bring that. So don't look over your shoulder right now, listener, because there is something there. So, it, you know, it, this was the great reveal that I was, I was just about to say, where it's coming from, where is the TikTok internet coming from? It's coming from two companies, Alibaba Group and China Unicom. Now, China Unicom is a, a state owned. So when a state owns something, who owns it? You know, if Cal California owns something, who owns it? Who's the owner? California is not a person. Right. And if, before you say the governor or the legislator, first of all, you're naming two different things. And also a legislative body are multiple people, not one. And the mm -hmm. governor, you know, we're going to vote for another one in a few years. Exactly. And then they can't do squat about anything, that person. But they don't own anything. And the governor's name is not California, mm -mm. you know? As, as much as Xi Jinping wants to, he cannot call himself China. That's not his name. And when it is state-owned, China owns it. So we, we can't and, – and, but the idea is that it is obscured as to who owns it, right? When, when they say state-owned, they're saying – we don't want to tell you who owns it because if we told you who owns it, it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be anybody from the state. It could literally be anybody. So that's the kind of obscure work that we're dealing with. That's what we had to dig through. So China Unicom is owned by somebody. We have no, literally no clue. And that's already a red flag. Throw it in the air. If this was a, a soccer game, it'd be a red card. Now, I'm just trying to make things more understandable for you soccer guys out there. So, following, I'm, I'm passing the ball to myself. Who else owns TikTok internet? Alibaba Group. And when I talked about the receipts 
that I found, I found a receipt for uranium from Alibaba, meaning you could buy literally uranium. You could buy atomic fireballs from Alibaba right now. The same people that bring you, you know, TikTok dancers are also bringing you uranium. And, and that's a really niche like section of TikTok as well. But if you click the right engagement on it, you will get to uranium sellers TikTok. You, yes. It's there. Yes. And it's just like a guy with a, a, a trench coat and he opens it up and it's just vials of uranium. And you can choose, you know, A through Z. He has them all, all nice and labeled. And he'll sell you uranium over TikTok. So that's one of their schemes. They got plenty, okay? Alibaba the Group not only works with TikTok, not only works in the cloud, operating the cloud, they also are trying to improve the cloud. And this is where we really started to, our spidey senses started to tingle. Because recently they released a new artificial intelligent computer chip. It is called the Hangwang 800. And it is a neural processing unit that is being used to teach machine learning to computers at a rate faster and more efficient than it was ever conceived. And it's being used to make the cloud a faster and more effective cloud. What I didn't say also was that China Unicom recently released something called the Fulu Companion Card, which is also to bolster the 5G network in the cloud. And we're not talking about 5G in the, the sense of the five ghosts. We're talking about the strength of the cloud, right? This is like computers going to Kumon, right? For those of you who are aware, you know, this is an after-school, uh, you know, tutoring session mm. that, the, that the machines are giving themselves. So, you know, it's like they're going to five sessions of Kumon a day. And know? all the Montessori in the world is giving them the ability to learn things at a rate that was beyond our wildest dreams. And it makes you wonder, how? How are they doing this? How, how is a TikTok provider now all of a sudden making advances in computer science that we thought weren't gonna happen for another 50 years? And we have, a partial answer and this is where I, I apologize to people because you know we don't have all the answers yet and I, I, I want to appeal to your just to your sense of, of logic that eventually we will get it right we've never never got it wrong yet right if, if, you, if you know uh, we're a perfectly well-tuned well-oiled machine but these things take time and the way that they are acting is I would say superhuman because it's not human, it's a machine. So what does this all mean for us? What does this all mean for us now? 
I think what we can gather with all of our evidence is that this is not people acting in 2020 with the evidence that we have. They're not using 2020 statistics and numbers. They're using numbers from another time. And I believe it is numbers from the future. These are numbers that we don't even know about yet. You know, it, this is a number that comes between seven and eight. You know, there's that I, I, and I don't even, I can't even put words to it. You know, I've, I've seen the symbol from this, but I, I can't even like speak it. My mouth won't allow me because it, it's that foreign, but it's, it, but it exists. And it's not like 7.5. No, 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 no. No. This is like a full digit. It's way harder to pronounce than any of the ones that we, we have right now. And in the future, there will be speech pathologists that specifically teach people how to say this number. And since we haven't had those speech therapists help us, we can't say it. And until you know, education gets better in, in this world, we won't be able to. But that's the tell. That's how we figured out that this is from the future because they're literally using numbers that don't exist right now to make computers go faster. So all of this for what, right? For a lawsuit against the president? What, what, is the, what does the cloud have to do with the president? Why is a president suing TikTok? You would think, okay, if there were a cloud with artificial intelligence that could possibly conquer the world, maybe there'd be somebody that'd want to stop it. I'm not saying that, you know, Donald Trump in quotes is the hero trying to save us because he's obviously just a revolving door of different people. But what I am saying is that this, all this happening at this time, Donald Trump is involved, right? And whoever is acting as Donald Trump is acting here right now for this purpose. And so I think we have to gather the evidence and find out exactly what Donald Trump's motive is. I mean, I think it's to, to try to harness the power of this cloud. He wants it for himself. Yes. Uh, you know, and you see, they try to force TikTok to sell to, to Microsoft and not just that, but to give a portion to the U.S. government. So, <laughs> wow, it's a power play. And you just answered it right there, Rob. I mean, it's the perfect answer. And but th this lawsuit is not going away. And Donald Trump is the master of lawsuits, of, of criminal law, right? He gets sued all the time. He sues people all the time. But I think as we were looking at this, there's one little bit of evidence that will go with our evidence that Samantha B is Donald Bush right now. If all of the TikTokers suddenly develop an allergic reaction to bees and the lawsuit is dropped, it is a 100% certainty that Samantha B is Donald Bush. And this is dangerous. You know, I, I don't know if Macaulay Culkin is on TikTok, but if he is, you know, he is dead, deathly allergic to bees. Yes. As we all know. Yes. Um, so from the documentary, My Girl, 
uh, you know, and if we can't afford to lose Macaulay Culkin right now, that's what I'm saying. I know, and they already resurrected him in the X-rated movie, the resurrection of Macaulay Culkin, and it's not being able to be shown to anybody anymore. That's why people don't talk about it. But after My Girl, they had to bring him back, and they brought him back, and he, in the first line that he says when they bring him back, he says, never bring me back again, ever. So we can't afford to lose prayers for Macaulay, and for everybody on TikTok, if there is a B vaccine, I would, I would find it, and I would take it as soon as possible. I mean, we might find a way to distribute the vaccine on the, on the stingers of the bees, mm -hmm. you know, put it in the honey so they, so they slurp it up, and then, you know, there you go, automatic transfer. So you're good because the vaccine is usually just a little bit of the poison anyway. Exactly. Anyway, we're working with our street team to, to hammer out the details on this. Mm -hmm. But what we're saying is there's not a lot of time. You know, we might not be able to, to get perfect this by September 15th. You know, we can't count on that. Exactly. A vaccine will not come in, in that time. So TikTokers, you know, wear long sleeve shirts, um, you know, long pants, uh, some kind of visor. A beekeeper uh, would, would be good if you had a beekeeper's outfit. But guys, be safe out there because you got Alibaba and there's still 40 thieves on the loose, right? There's still 40 thieves out there and they're hiding in a cave. You got to say open sesame, but the cave will be full of bees. Or, or something terrible. This is, I don't want to say that the future is, is dark or scary, but we now are concluding that there is a future organization sending back numbers from the future that don't exist right now in order to speed up whatever's supposed to happen. So I don't know what's going to happen, but I'm, I'm personally very invested and I'm ready to get to work to find out what the hell's going on. And, and just so you know, you know, Chinese government, U.S. government, do you really trust anybody with this information? You know, it's the same thing, everyone. I think we all know this. You yeah. Know, they're going to try to use it for their own ends. And we're going to try to bust this open, you know, hopefully, because clouds pass over all of our heads. And I don't see why a government has to own any of that. You know, like Rob was saying, Chinese government, American government, we're thinking still in the micro. You mm -hmm. got to go macro. You got to think a little bit further away from that. And then you'll see the true picture because we're looking into the future. And we're pointing our finger into the future. So this is an investigation that might span our, our whole lifetime. But, you know, I'm glad that Rob and I are, are working on it right now because that means that in all the multiverses, we're working on it right now. Mm -hmm. And power to the people, power to us. Totally. And, you know, and we're reaching out to Phil from the future. Uh, he hasn't got back to our DMs yet. But, you know, it's only a matter of time. Right, because like digging through trash, like looking at the leaves, it's just as long as we keep at it, mm. you know, it will it will reveal itself. That's perfect words to end on, Rob. So everybody, stay in the scene. Keep your eyes on the screen. Keep your eyes on some leaves. Keep your eyes on the trash. Keep your mm -hmm. eyes on some clouds. 
because they're going to tell you stuff too, you know? Yeah, you look at the clouds, they have shapes. Um, and sometimes those shapes can be beautiful. Sometimes they can be terrifying. And it's up to you to find out. If you don't look, you'll never know. So take care, guys. We love you.